0: hello welcome to that was so immature it made me laugh and it shouldn't have done it was so stupid whoever did that uh, no, welcome... Who was. <laughs> welcome to knights of evening star with me and dungeon master mark sherlock humes uh this is one of the DD shows here on the D channel where a bunch of nobles and advisors are journeying their way through cormier and trying their best to manage a little village i'm joined by my wonderful players uh, we have anna prosser Mika Burton, Nate Sharp, and Jonathan Indovino, also known as Shady Penguin. uh Thank you for joining me once again, my friends, for our little adventures. Our little, you know, Tuesday. Well, for me, it's Tuesday night, I guess. For you, it's I know it's Tuesday night for you guys. Wednesday morning for me. Oof. I'm very tired. Uh, <laughs> for <laughs> a bit of Dungeons and Dragons, a bit of late night Dungeons and Dragons um, for those in the UK, and yeah, we're going to play some D and D with things that have been happening. But how is everyone? Let's just do a little check in. Is everyone well? There was a lot of Pokemon I... economy talk going on before we went live.
1: Yeah, it's nothing but the finest of conversation oh, happening. Well, uh, it's
2: assuming. whack. It's all crashing.
1: The Pokey Sell. economy.
3: <laughs> the Poke economy. Pokemon. The Poke economy. Both the poke economy
1: and the stock economy are doing pretty well right now. Thank you for asking. Okay, good. All right, well, I'm glad. Uh, and we have Poppy, we
0: had Poppy Cam a little bit earlier. I was going to say, uh, this
3: is the only economy that matters to me Poppy right now. Puppy economy. This and one. she is
0: yeah. a tired baby. She sure um,
3: is. Mommy so kept her cute. so awake all day so she would sleep through nights of Evening Star. <laughs> Aww. Look at this little fire spirit.
0: Amazing. Oh, yeah, we so did just catch. Ugh. Okay, sorry. Amazing. And then, uh, Mika, I know that going on right now, we have uh, some narrative telephone with you doing an excellent uh, voice. Oh,
4: yeah. I'm so good at jester accents. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, Rip. But yes, somebody in chat asks, how am I here and there? Pre-recorded.
0: No, clones.
4: I'm cloned. That's Um, the secret. Mark is correct. I have two of me. One is doing a horrible jester accent right now, and the other is here.
0: Is here. Perfect. (laughs) uh that's it well i'm glad that everyone is well uh we are going to play some D&D. if you are new or if you haven't checked out the stream before uh the players are nobles or advisors in charge of a small village and we've had a lot of developments uh things have been going on we've got some nice kind of interpersonal stuff and some character backstory stuff going on Uh, And I'm going to give you a little quick recap on what's happened so far, and then we are going to jump into it uh, once we have everybody good to go. So, uh, yeah, last time on Knights of Evening Star... uh, our group and advisor have made their way back to the village of Eveningstar after spending a long time in the city of Arabelle, trying to free their Seneschal Dusk from a false murder claim. Um, around eight weeks of time have passed. The keep is now rebuilt and finished. A new blacksmith and various other improvements have been set around the village. And the party have had time to reflect and relax, spending some time with new friends and getting closer as a group. As the keep is finished, Hadley Cooper, an old friend of Marcel's, approaches him and informs him that his troops have tracked down a potential lead on the Scions of the Shattered Light, the mysterious group that has haunted Marcel and holds many answers to his past. The troops and the scouts have uh, indicated that the Scions are in the place called the ruined town of Red Spring, a place haunted with terrible rumours and avoided by the people of Cormier. Uh, the science have hidden themselves inside and are protected by a force of mercenaries. And Marcel has requested from uh, his companions and the, the forces of Evening Star uh, aid in reclaiming this town and investigating. And that is pretty much where we left off. There was a lot of other stuff that went on. We had a lot of kind of investigations and research and character training montages and multi-classing and uh, all sorts of things have been going on. Uh, is there anything that you guys want to point out in particular? uh that happened in the last episode that you're like this happened and i'd like to talk about it
3: this isn't um in the episode so much as i finally updated agnes's character sheet that is linked in chat so it is now the official circle of loxar Lock- druid perfect it is accurate now
0: it is all official and canon and uh tested thoroughly
3: mm-hmm. we're
1: now up to date excellent I just want it known that I, I still haven't kissed Willow Song. I'm sorry, not me. Uh, Taco <laughs> hasn't. And I
3: mean, you haven't either.
1: Sure, no. fair, fair. Let's, in a way, you know, that would be
0: a very interesting scenario because I am technically Willow Song, um, and so. Can't wait. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you say that. Can't <laughs> wait. I don't know you if you actually. You say want that. that to
4: happen. Oh no, I I say that with full sincerity.
0: Okay. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah nate's also very on board it seems <laughs> look at that grin loves it um well with that then my friends if there's nothing else uh, i i hand this over to you uh, i know that decisions like there was a kind of general yes let's help marcel but i don't think any plans had been made or anything like that um i will tell you that red spring is about two days travel you basically head towards arabelle then journey north into the mountains and follow the mountains uh, along until you reach the town um but yeah
3: can we can we get um picnic lunches from the Tresom king on our way out
0: uh you absolutely can yeah trail Great. rations and things like that i don't i don't like for narrative sake absolutely you get lovely little picnic lunches that's all like, i want Kira high castle provides them and stuff i don't care about like tracking trail rations and gold like neither do i you'll know i just like, wanted meh. to
3: point out the tressum king because i'm very excited about that new name, and it's
0: a very it's good, a good name, name very good name the tresem Kim being the renamed tavern in the town of evening star uh wizards of the coast if you produce a cormier setting in the future please make it noted that evening star has an inn called the tra- <laughs> the tresem king uh let's make all this canon uh sure, aaron
4: <laughs> most of all aaron's the most canon out
0: of all of this <laughs> yes aaron baker yeah i'm sure that he'll definitely make it in um <laughs> So yeah, what's the, what's the plan here? Like, do you guys have a particular way that you want to travel? Are there any preparations you want to make? Are there any questions you have for me or anything like that?
3: Oh, can we travel on horseback?
0: I think that there's definitely a small stable at uh, Evening Star, um, but you don't have the facility to have, like, all of your troops horsed, so it's still going to be slow going, because you, if you are taking the, the military units with you, it, they're going to have to travel by foot, um, but certainly the nobles, you and uh, uh, Agnes and Tarkle, would have their own horses. Um, That they can, that that would be stabled at the keep ready for your own use. I think it would also make sense that Marcel and Zara have their own horses as well, um, being a prestigious position that they're in. Um, But I don't imagine anybody else would uh, because you don't have any other mounted knights or anything like that. Do
3: we have our own like personal horses? Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely you do. Yeah. And
3: I'm so sorry to derail, but this is really important. Can we describe what each of our horses is like and what they're named?
0: Anna Proslet, please take it away.
3: Thank you. I don't know what mine looks like. I just like in my head, this is one of the most important fan art references I could possibly think of.
1: Mm.
4: I think I know.
3: Yeah, you go first, Mika. Okay.
4: I'm imagining like a really like a jet black mare, like really sleek, built for speed type of horse. Nice. Um, I know technically horses do not have red eyes, but I imagine like a pink, reddish hue to, okay. uh, to Azara's horse's eyes. Mm -hmm. um and just like azara looks real mean and tough but like loves carrots super softy um and i think she would be named uh i don't want to say onyx because i know that's kind of stereotypical but uh get a little better let me cycle back on the name it's gonna be yeah you don't
0: have to give them names yeah but right (laughs) now black black horse with
4: like red red pink eyes
0: sure okay uh does anybody else have an idea for the description of their horse that they I absolutely like do okay. uh i thought about this every He's day since googling. we started this campaign I, I
1: reckon jonathan's been googling this um okay so my horse is a white horse with little very light gray speckles it's uh hair along the back of its neck and head is like a, a mixed like whitish gray still mostly white horse just little dabs of of, of gray throughout uh, has a dark snout with a little white patch on the front uh just look think think of a tr- uh, artax from never ending story because that's my horse literally uh and his name is artax in this game as well because put um, in i can do that fog
0: for horses
3: <laughs> uh go ahead okay uh mine is perhaps unsurprisingly like a fiery red chestnut mare um and uh, the, her mane, like a chestnut horse could have like a lighter or a darker mane hers is just like the same color but even more fiery red um mm-hmm. so just like very much basically the color of niski that's that's what the horse's color is and the now it's called niski i i was gonna <laughs> name it something else but now i kind of want to name the horse niski
0: sure you it's your horse do what you want uh, ah. I would like everybody, just put in your equipment or somewhere on your catch sheet. Do note that you do have a horse. It is a riding horse. It's not a war horse. It's a riding horse.
4: My horse's name is Legolas. <laughs> um, sure.
0: That's great.
3: Sure. Can I can I ask chat for help? Because I, I was actually going to... Um, I had a great name. Dang it, I what lost items. it. Hold on. Horse. I'm sorry. Well, horse? Oh, now I got it. Okay, so yeah. I okay. found out that... Um, there's a Celtic goddess, Brigid, or Bridget, which was the goddess of poetry and fire. So I feel like that's a really cool name for a horse. So should I name Imagine it Niski after my Brigid. Pomeranian? Or yeah. Brigid. Or Bridget. Or Brigid, whatever? however we decide to say Well, Bridget's it, uh, probably one? like
0: derived from Brigid. Yeah. It's probably like a Bridget. name. <laughs> it, so Bridget. We would say
3: Brigid then. Yeah.
0: Sure. <clears throat> okay. Well, you have a think on that. Nate, go ahead. Describe Marcel's horse.
2: Marcel would probably be riding an arabian horse which are typically uh, i'm sure it's not literally arabian but something like that they're kind of not great tempered um (laughs) uh it would be a brown horse with a black mane named rat
0: rat rat okay yeah sure uh and it sounds like i mean it sounds to me that that's like a, a a horse that marcel probably brought with him before he became the minister as well like that sounds like a horse he's probably had yeah if we if
2: that doesn't interfere with anything
0: no of course not yeah you guys started at like level eight so it makes sense that you have like basics like the horses and stuff like that same with like azara's horse probably was one that she had uh, when she was in Ember. so
4: also um, yes chat i was thinking of the shadow mare from skyrim thank you very much
0: <laughs> <laughs> chat helped me then, choose Brigid. my horse is Brigid. Brigid. Mm-hmm. bring okay we got perfect.
4: legolas we got Brigid, we got rat and we got what was the shady
0: artax artax, artax. <laughs> it's just gonna go straight up with artax it's just Man. two x's at the end instead because i do two n's so I yeah. A- apostrophe yeah perfect Um underscore excellent.
4: underscore xx underscore underscore
0: sephiroth <laughs> uh, <laughs> amazing Uh, so with these horses um yeah you have horses ready for travel you have all the rations and things like that Uh, i believe and again feel free to change this this is me just trying to remember what happened last time you had made uh you were planning to leave your unit of archers here in evening star and then take elissa uh, elissa's unit and hadley cooper as your two military units with you because you know that there is quite a large mercenary force um uh, and the way that like large unit forces work, and we kind of had this a little bit when we started the campaign. You guys obviously are very powerful individual fighters um, against say 50 to a hundred troops. You are less effective as individuals. So you have your own units To fight other military units that you can still have an impact on the battle but it's not the same as like a DD combat where you're one-on-one fighting so um, you know you guys would be very quickly overwhelmed um even such mighty warriors and wizards such as yourselves a hundred arrows or a hundred spears at you is is not something that you can really survive so
4: a quick question before we leave um is it possible to create a few sending scrolls to leave with uh
0: Oh, ah, interesting. Uh,
4: just in cases. And like also take so, one with us. So like one with us and then like maybe one with like a military force and then one with Sarah Lee.
0: Yes. So uh with that, that's excellent. You can absolutely do that. We've had some time to do it. I just want to quickly look up uh crafting. Uh,
4: just in case scrolls. <laughs> there's emergencies at either point.
0: Yeah, and you can cast sending. Yeah. This is a spell a Zara knows.
4: Uh do I know sending? I don't know. I don't I don't know sending I don't okay. I don't think I'm a high enough level so if you
0: don't have the spell that means you can't craft them but you can probably order them you can probably okay. try and buy them um or sarili might I'd say probably Sarah Lee can make them but they're more expensive for sarili because she's not a spellcaster right so uh making a scroll and sending is a third level spell okay so they will cost about 500 gold per sending scroll they are expensive her? mm-hmm Scrolls are expensive. Huh.
3: Um wait Using let's, Xanathar's guide. Um Jesus. I can I can learn scrying. Is that gonna help with what we're what no, we're doing? You can't so you scrying is scrying.
0: good to look on something. So and you okay. need an object like a crystal ball or something like that to cast scrying as well. So you carry like um I think it's a you have to have a thousand GP object, like a thousand gold object that you use to scry with. It doesn't consume mm. it, but it's like a crystal ball or a magic mirror or something like that. So that's like, like a, that a that quest I need you. to do or you can just buy one you could just be like i'm gonna have a special mirror made that costs a thousand gold and then that you can use for scrying so
4: do you we don't have, have a thousand you... gold to spend right now can you prepare sending
0: let me see I don't believe so i don't think it's a druid I don't spell think i think so it's either. a cleric spell it is yeah. and
4: i am a level one cleric mm. cool. um I have, get that level up. I have one sending scroll from you do what's his name
0: you do so sending does allow a reply so when you it cast does. it they can send a 25 word reply yes but once the scroll is consumed it is consumed it's
4: Consumed. Mm. Um. Ooh. well i'm gonna consult my my the party do you think i should leave the one sending scroll i have with like sarah lee or do you think we should take it with us in case we need backup
3: I can learn animal messenger.
4: Oh.
3: Um, and I can send like a little squirrel or a bird or something to I, go give I, them I was the going to
0: say I would recommend something that can fly cuz a squirrel <laughs> making a journey that takes a human 2 days I imagine a squirrel would have a tough time with it.
3: If you haven't watched that YouTube video about how squirrels are like math geniuses and nothing can keep them down okay. and they basically do magic, you should watch it.
0: All right. I, I believe will. in squirrels. Okay. But I either way, rescind. I
3: I will um I'll forget one of my second level spells and prepare this before we leave.
4: and i'll keep the sending scroll on me just in case
0: sure
4: actually no i'm going to leave it with sarah lee because we'll be able to send the message through anna and if we're under attack at home then she needs to send us a message so
0: okay perfect all right made a note of that uh anything else marcel tackle any prep any plans any stratagems uh Anything you wish to do, do you want to have a conversation with Willow Song before you leave Tarkle, uh as this will be taking you two days away from evening star?
1: Um, I'm trying to think after what had happened prior I guess the last thing i did re- really did with Willow Song was we did her montage of becoming a warlock, so I guess i would at least I would at least go and say goodbye just let her know where yeah. I'm going sure uh yeah, you find it, and I
0: think that she you probably find her packing up some of her own things into a, like a small bag uh when you arrive because she would have heard about like you guys making this you know heading off on your own and stuff like that um and yeah you kind of enter and she's packing away some of her clothes and uh just kind of preparing to make a sort of journey herself um she turns around and it's just like oh i'm so glad that i saw you before you you left tarko
1: uh yes uh willow we're just going uh we're going to help out marcel with something uh, a few towns over
0: yes oh, of course well i i hope that you'll stay safe and and remember everything
1: that we've taught you as well of course um are you going somewhere it looks like you're packing up your things as well yes well i figured
0: seeing as you're going off for a few days i, I don't feel well, this isn't really my home i i would feel strange staying here by myself so i thought i would go back to the woods um see if i can commune with mother and see if i can learn some information about what uh, davian Cormoril has been doing um but I may be gone for some time. Mother is fickle, as she is. Uh, it can take some time to try and contact her, so.
1: Okay, um, that's, that's fine. I think it sounds like a good use of time. I, you know, I wasn't going to ask or say anything, but what is it? She kind of looks at you with like her big green eyes and dark hair flowing around. You know what? It it can it can wait till after all of this is done. Honestly, uh, we'll we'll when you come back, no matter what time it is, we'll we'll talk. Or maybe I'll reach out to your mother once we're done with this quest for Marcel. Of course, I shouldn't be gone too long, and she kind of uh, she does move up to you and kind of gently sort of
0: hugs you like a, a goodbye kind of hug. Um, but she kind of lingers there for a little bit longer than perhaps Ooh. a friend might. Um, and then when she kind of pulls away, she looks up into your eyes. Um, i don't know what will happen i don't know what exactly marcel is looking for but be wary i fear that he is involved with dangerous things From what you told me and what i heard about happened at the inn just be careful but if you do find anything of if you find any powerful magic mother and i would be happy to help and you should be wary of that um
1: such things can be useful i'll i'll be on my toes uh for
0: anything sure like you that will. for sure i'm sure you will and she just kind of uh kind of like waves goodbye and she'll start making her way out probably like doing that thing of as she gets like out into the keeps courtyard and is walking away you're kind of i don't know if tarko would be thinking like is she going to turn around but she does kind of stop turns around and takes like one last glance and then uh waves smiles and waves and heads heads off basically um
1: yeah all right
0: all right uh anything from anyone else okay in that case elissa uh your half-orc blade captain in her full resplendent purple dragon armor carrying her great sword uh leads a column of uh moderately armored soldiers they're no longer the kind of basic infantry squires that they once wore uh they now wear sort of chainmail and shields with spears and swords at their side um they look more like a proper military unit when then when you first came to evening star um she begins leading them in a column uh marching towards your destination as does hadley cooper hadley cooper this much older human male looks very worn and tired Uh, completely decked out in this full suit of plate mail armor that's intricately engraved with magical runes that seem to glow and pulse Um, often is caught kind of murmuring to himself or whispering to himself uh, as he leads a kind of gaggle a, a ramshackle group of They don't really look like a military unit, but they look like hardened kind of mercenaries all armed with all sorts of different weapons and armor and, you know, all sorts of different builds and types, Um, but they seem to follow Hadley quite loyally as they too begin setting out on foot. Uh, And then the four of you uh, on your horseback uh, begin making up the rear. Um...
3: I forgot to say, um, I'm assuming the Tressem Regiment is staying behind. So...
0: Uh, It's up to you. You can take them with you. Uh,
3: No, They are a smaller unit. I want them to keep an eye on Evening Star and just Mm -hmm. kind of be on patrol and then tell them that if if they need us they should send a messenger to tell us what's sure. going on
0: yeah you can you can use speak with animals so it's really not a problem mm-hmm. um you know the unit's gonna follow your commands so that leaves an a unit of archers and the unit of tressin behind the mm-hmm. evening star to basically watch over it um and yeah you guys begin making your way out
4: um uh, as a bit of flavor text i sure. would hope that the army's kind of like an assassin's creed black flag and like of uh, Valhalla, they kind of like sing while we're on a journey, like they
0: have oh, yeah. like there's...
4: rousing army
0: songs. Oh yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> definitely, I mean, rousing. I think the Purple Dragon Knights probably have like kind of like rousing Cormyrean anthems and things like that that they yeah. sing. And you know, there's uh, also games that they play, like word games. So like a soldier at the front of the column might say like a place, and then somebody behind them has to do a place beginning with the same name. Or they 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 kind of play like word they're games as they're traveling and stuff. Game? Yeah, oh well, they the, the, the time in the circle yeah, it's like you know it, they need something to pass the time because otherwise they're just marching in heavy armor and are getting tired, so right. anything that kind of makes the the journey more palpable um is good. there is also uh in the Alyssa's unit, there is like a musician, there's like a drummer, and then there's like somebody on like a basic horn as well, um and they'll often accompany with music. Hadley's unit is almost the complete opposite. They are almost dead <laughs> silent they look they look suspicious everywhere they go they're like sending people ahead constantly checking the roads and the mountains and the bushes and things like that Hadley will often come up to marcel um marcel he'll kind of speak in with you sort of just like mm, no sign but the terrain's getting quite rocky up ahead we, we need to we be cautious with these with this unit of knights here, they're making too much noise like, you know, he'll come and bring you like little status reports and kind of wait for you to kind of give him more direct orders almost
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna at, at that at that last thing you said, I like turn around to like the singing group
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
2: everyone quiet
0: Please you kind of... You you speak and like there is this kind of hush that falls over. uh Elissa looks over towards you, looks at the way you're kind of like speaking with Hadley and your kind of more serious-looking demeanour, and she'll turn back and be like, "Let's keep it down, then, as uh, per the minister's request. We don't know what might be around here. Besides, we can always once we make camp, you can all enjoy a bit of rest." Uh, and the knights kind of like murmur amongst themselves a few of them do shoot dirty looks towards marcel like uh, who's this guy to tell us what to do um but with Alyssa's kind of back up they do fall silent uh and yeah the rest of the march proceeds uh without much uh, agnes frivolity. notices
3: that marcel said please and smiles to herself okay it's improvement
0: it is improvement um yeah the first day of travel uh, let's have someone roll a dice for me roll a who would like to roll a d100 who wants to roll some dice
4: i'll do it oh oh just kidding who
1: no you got hand? it you were unmuted so you definitely get to go okay that's true you do you were the one who said it
4: that is that is the case d100 do you want mm-hmm. both of them
0: uh yeah so roll it is it like a hundred so you'll have the d100 that and the d10 38 38 okay the first day of travel Passes by without much incident. Uh, You make your way through the mountains. It is a kind of warming, you know, it's beginning to get to summer. Uh, It is summer. It's the early days of summer now. Um, So the weather is pleasant. The day is quite long. Uh, You make good progress and eventually find like a small clearing to make camp. Um, the soldiers who have been carrying sort of provisions, there's like a small kind of wagon with tents, begin setting those out. Uh, because moving like a, a couple of these military units is a sizable effort. This isn't like a small kind of traveling band. This is like, you know, dozens of tents with soldiers kind of like sharing it together and stuff like that. Uh, Things like your horses are taken by um, various infantry and cleaned and fed and watered. Uh, Tents are set up for the four of you as well. Each of you have your own tent that is set up for you. Uh, And yeah, the night quickly descends. Uh, Is there anything you guys want to discuss throughout the evening or any preparations or things you would like to do? Agnes
3: is trying to as usual, just kind of like get to know all the ranks and making sure they have everything they need, trying Mm -hmm. to keep morale high and let them know that the nobles are at their service as she does.
0: Sure. Uh, Make a, just do a persuasion check for me. Let's see kind of the general effect that Agnes has. And then you can read to me how it goes. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're responsive to it. It's not the most you know inspiring speech, or you know they don't seem like they're like yes, amazing. But there is definitely a kind of you know they appreciate the gesture. The soldiers, men, women, and and all all folks kind of uh, seem to appreciate it. You're invited to sit down at a few of their campfires and share a bit of drink and a bit of food with them, um, and they do seem to appreciate the gesture certainly um normally they're things like their officers, they're used to staying apart but they don't really have a lot of interactions with the nobles so for quite a few of the soldiers this is a fairly new experience and you're kind of showing off a different side to the nobility than perhaps they've been that they've seen before so yeah i think it's it's well reciprocated
3: she's trying to do that thing too where she like learns things about people so mm. that if you know if they're like we need someone who can scale this rock wall she can be like oh i mr Sam, can is a rock climber, you know?
0: Yep, Sam is a rock climber, yeah. He, uh, he often goes out exploring in the mountains uh, when he's off duty. Uh, you can make that note of that one if you want. Sam, <laughs> the rock climber. Sam, uh, the rock
3: climber. Great. Perfect. Amazing. I'm adding that to my allies list. Sam, sure. the rock climber.
0: Yeah, Absolutely.
1: Uh, go on, Jonathan. Um, I think that, like, as the night settles down, I'd want to meet up with everyone, like Marcel and... Azara, and Agnes, and just kind of update them on what Fig had told me. Sure. We or Twig, ahead. rather. I keep calling him Fig.
4: That could be his <clears> new name.
1: It's his pet name, I guess, for me. I don't know. Can't get it out of my head. Uh, guys, there's something that I can't shake. Um, we had sent, obviously, King One Eye and Twig off on a, a recon mission to find out more about the Emerald Witch and out of all of the researching that he did and all the all the people he asked, all the Fae that he saw, there was no one who recognized uh, her description as a Fae, not of any court, nor summer, nor winter.
4: Was there the possibility that she's rogue and doing nefarious or non-nefarious deeds on her own? Usually Fae don't stray far from their court, so that's slightly concerning.
1: I think that... I think Twig may have mentioned that she could be rogue, and that's why she's unaccounted for among the courts, but I I just didn't want to sit with this and not share it with you guys. I have no idea the implication. I, I almost approached Willow Song on it before I left, but it just didn't feel like the right time to talk to her before talking to you guys.
4: I think, Young Crown Silver, you're instincts were correct we always want to keep our cards to our chest when it comes to possible miscalculations of trust here as we know uh we have possibly an ally who can go and help us infiltrate the Feywild and talk to the summer court and see if we can come to some kind of agreement although my research on the summer court tells me that this will most likely end in bloodshed but with agnes's uh mentor we can at least get our own boots on the ground and talk to the Faye within the Faye Wild and find out more about these possible rogue bri- bri- Briar Woods, Shadow Briars. <laughs> it's like Briar Song Brentwood. That's a place in Los Angeles.
1: <laughs> I, I, I do, I do think that Willow is is an ally. I don't get the sense of malevolence from her, but
4: I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I feel
1: as though we've we've spoken of her as if she's fae before around her and she's never claimed the opposite so
4: which I don't think is in question here we know she's fae but
1: but she might just be ro- her and her mother might be rogue fey. and we
4: don't know but I think that for now they say keep your friends close and your enemies closer not that she is an enemy but don't let her know we're suspicious Is if you can do that
1: yeah, no, I can. I guess once we get to the time where we are going into the Feywild, we can do some digging of our own. Maybe, maybe. maybe Twig, Twig looked like he went through a lot, so maybe he just missed the clue or uh, didn't speak to the right people about this emerald
4: And woman. if it turns out that Twig's information is correct, we will cross that bridge when we get to it, as they say. But for now, we should tighten our ranks a bit.
3: Agnes will, like... Pat Tarkal's shoulder, sisterly, and and be like, just be careful, brother. Love can blind us to all manner of evils, and give him kind of a smirk.
1: Tarkal will uh, take a sip from his wine skin that he definitely is drinking from around a fire, because that's how I <laughs> imagine this is all going down. Um, mm-hmm. And as he lowers his skin, he'll be like, "Actually, uh, Twig, are you are you here?" Uh, yeah, he, 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 he does reference. follow you. He
0: does follow you. There is like a little invisible kind of uh, creak uh, from maybe like your little knapsack where he's probably been resting. Um, you just kind of hear kind of like, ah,
1: ah, "I, I'm here. I'm here. I'm awake." Well, if you if you heard all of that, Twig, is there is there anything I'm missing that you told me? It's been a vaguely. wild couple of days. Um, you kind of see like a little, uh, worn,
0: a little bit more gray than when you first saw him, Sprite. Uh, with little acorn armor and leaves for like tunics and clothes, uh, kind of kind of pull himself out of the leather knapsack uh, as he kind of gently floats and flies down to sit on the the ground. Uh, he kind of looks up. I think I think that's everything. Uh, the king and I traveled around. We asked at the courts, asking for uh, the, a, a fay that matched the description that uh, that uh, Master Tarkle gave us but uh, none of it matched. None of it matched. The spring court in particular were, they were the ones that we were mainly led to the colors of green and yellow and uh, things like that have uh, association with spring. I, but, um, uh, none of it none of it, really seemed to recognize in anybody's name. But at the same time, nobody was, uh, nobody was afraid of it. It wasn't like it was, uh, we spoke the name and people were shuddering in fear or anything like that. They just said that they didn't know anyone, they didn't know uh, an archfey by that name.
1: Uh, Mark, above game real quick, I remember that early on someone told me that the trees were scared. Mm. Wasn't that twig that told me that when he came? i think twig
0: mentioned it and also um your father mentioned something in a letter about how the woods had
1: been very strange recently as well okay i just want to make a verbal note since my mental note failed me um mm. okay yeah
4: charcoal if you don't mind me saying as well no one hearing of shadowbriar is suspicious as i found that skull with Faye writing describing shadowbriar and there have been texts Describing a shadow briar, it makes almost no sense that they seem to have disappeared from anybody's knowledge. It's um, possible,
0: uh, good, good wizard. Mm. It's possible that the this skull you found and uh, these writings. It's not uncommon for mortals like yourselves to create cults and followings for the archfi, especially powerful ones, uh, even those outside of the courts the Fae have the ability to confer magic uh, to others in exchange for services, uh, things like that. They, you know, humans that bring them gifts in the form of treasure or people or children or rare magics and things like that uh, are rewarded by the Archfae quite often. And so there have been, there have been a few cults and the like that have grown up around uh certain may Maybe that this skull you found is, part of something from that.
4: Well, at the sound of a cult, I am even less thrilled that we know even less about this Shadowbriar. Maybe once we return home, if you wouldn't mind taking a look at this uh, twig, I'd be happy to share my findings with you.
0: I'm here to protect Master Tarkle. If you think that this skull is related to it, then I can take a look.
4: Wonderful. Well, Tarkle, know that we're here for you, and... If it turns out this turns into a fight, we have your back.
1: Well, thank you um but it I didn't mean make you to I...
4: the final blow if that's any consolation
1: uh i my tarco like at that thought kind of like trails off like can't even think about actually fighting against willow song's uh mom mm-hmm. um i I didn't mean for this to become about me, honestly, I just didn't want to keep any more secrets um Marcel, how are you feeling? We we we're, we're doing the thing. We are uh, We have one more day's travel. Yes.
2: Marcel's super like unresponsive. Like not even not even grunts or ooms. Just in his in his own world.
1: Uh Tarko awkwardly looks down at his wine skin and takes a very long glug and then uh just stares into the fire.
3: You boys are talkative, Azara. Um, I noticed that uh, you and Alyssa have been hanging out a lot.
4: Uh, Azara kind of like blue screens at that, <laughs> <laughs> and just like sips her tea.
3: Were you discussing some sort of military strategy, or
4: uh, so, some sometimes um, the ma- the magic. And the phys- not physical um the um uh and she just continues to sip her tea.
3: You all are quite full of
0: <laughs>
3: verbosity tonight.
0: There is something mm. strange going on. I'm going to get back into. I'm gonna get back to sleep and Twig kind of pulls himself back up into uh, Tarkle's satchel, and you hear like a little sort of like twinkling of dust and magic as he vanishes from sight.
2: I think this whole time um, I've mostly been talking to the sword, mm-hmm. and that's what I've been kind of wrapped up in.
0: Sure. What do you What, what do you want to talk about?
2: Um. Well. Probably talking about
0: doesn't have to be a conversation you no, could just no. say we've been talking about x you know it doesn't have no, to
2: be no, a no. thing i um, sure i'll just he like brings up to him and says so we are on our way then
0: yes I, I i i don't remember much after what happened i have a feeling that this can't be the same place that we came from this this has to be somewhere different I feel that we were traveling for longer, that we weren't near a big city like this. I I hope that we can find some answers, wherever, whatever this place is.
2: Well, I think it's less about where we're going and who we're looking for.
0: That's true. That's true. If they, that thing they made, the one that tried to kill you, Do you think that that's why, do you think that that's what they were trying to make me into? Something like that?
2: It doesn't matter what they wanted to do, it's what they did. And what they will do. Mm. If that's what they're doing there, then I'm right
0: to know that they need to be stopped. I'm glad to hear you say that. Yes. Yes. I don't want what happened to me, or to Ori, to happen to anyone else.
2: With... Well, about that, what happened to you? Hmm. Do you... Do you seek for it to be undone, if we can?
0: Brother, yes, you know, but I don't know if it's even possible i'm pretty sure my body was destroyed Uh, i don't know if i have a body i could go back to but yes i I don't i want to be a person again i I want to be me it's nice that i can speak to you that i can do things that i couldn't before but i don't want to be a weapon I, i don't want to be a tool i want to be myself again
2: Well, that does answer how we should approach this, then. Because as far as I'm concerned,
0: these are the only
2: people that can undo this.
0: If we can find one, if we can capture one of them, maybe get them to reveal their information, maybe if we can find their, maybe they've written down what they did, or they have spell books or something that we can study, perhaps. Hmm. I think if we can find something like that Oliver we need to do it for Hadley as well not just me but i mean you've seen the way that he talks to her the armor the way that he gets when he gets hit we need to make sure that we can save her too
2: of course what we what we do for you we do for everyone good And for what it's worth, you're not just a tool. You're not just a weapon. Humanoid form, any form. You're still my brother.
0: (laughs) Thank you. I know you'll do whatever you can to make this right, brother. Yeah, we will. You just hear like a pulse. I do think your friends have been trying to talk to you. Uh, You should at least acknowledge them.
2: Space back in. (laughs) People are staring at me. We're
3: all just blinking at him.
1: (laughs) It's like, sup? (laughs) Nothing, nothing. And Tarkle still feels awkward and just keeps drinking his wine.
4: Uh, Would you like some tea?
0: Zara, when you're kind of like looking through the campfire <laughs> with the conversation that was going on, you do see like Alyssa, uh, kind of armor off, just in sort of like loose shirt and trousers, kind of making her way through the camp, checking in on all the soldiers. And there is like the kind of like, she looks at you, you look at her with a T in your hands. Uh, she's kind of like, like, what? Like, looking at you like, <laughs> why are you looking at me weird?
4: Uh, <laughs> um, I think Azaro is going to uh, excuse herself with an extra cup and and go offer okay. it to Alyssa sure. and pointedly ignore whatever Agnes does in response to that.
1: <laughs> sure,
0: <laughs> there is a kind of like moment where she kind of graciously accepts uh, and she's like, "Oh, thank you, uh, Magister. I I was just about to um, retire to my to my tent for the evening. Uh, if you have some spare moments to catch up,
4: uh, of course, um." Lead-
0: the way yeah uh, and she does she does lead the way obviously she just gets in gets inside sits down drinks the tea uh she does uh she kind of leans over she's like i'm sorry if i'm uh, i have wearing that armor and marching all day i had to get changed uh I, hopefully there's no smell or anything and she kind of like is desperately trying to like like make sure that she's like you know clean and fresh and doesn't isn't in a sweaty gross mess
4: <laughs> Zara blush a little bit and say no no i you're i you're great i'm
0: <laughs> oh, <clears throat> good, uh, and she kind of awkwardly like looks around and like pulls over a chair, and yeah, you end up having tea uh again nothing nothing more uh more illicit uh just a, a just, lovely just lovely evening of catching up and talking yeah. about the events and things
3: <laughs> i I lean over to Marcel and I'm like, do war wizards traditionally strategize with military captains?
2: I think at this point I know less about war wizards
0: than I did a year ago. Fair. And with that, a lovely awkward silence falls over the camp. <laughs> Huckle <laughs> just drinking his wine skin, and then just everyone kind of staring off into the distance. Um, as, a far as... off,
2: distant, just
0: <laughs> yeah, like soldier from somewhere. Uh, you just hear like a kind of like Hur! from a horn. Uh, but yeah, the camp falls in, and you. Sleep you go, you know the the night passes uh nothing untoward, there is no cause of alarm, no attacks, or anything else, uh, and the next day you continue your journey towards Red Spring. You follow the stormhorn mountains, um, moving through hillland and grass plains, uh, heading ever so slightly north. Um, you can see Arabella in the very, very faint distance, it's kind of tall spires, just kind of cresting over the hills, far, far to the south. Uh, yeah pure south and eventually after maybe about half a day maybe a little bit more kind of talking about mid to late afternoon so sort of like four or five p.m you begin to see the workings of red spring Uh, so named um, because a river that runs from the mountains um, whatever whatever kind of like ore or soil is up in the mountains uh gives the water a kind of reddish color uh, as it winds its way through the hills and the forests um, and passes by a town the 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 village really would have once been quite picturesque uh there is a forest nearby the mountains behind it and this lovely spring however the land has as you begin to get closer and closer the grass turns less green becoming almost gray you look and see that the waterbed has long since overflow uh, uh, flooded um water has spilled out and created an almost swamp-like bog that just runs through most of the hills and area all of this kind of uh lowlands collecting creating a fetid horrible stench of decay and rot The buildings have all collapsed into disrepair, their wood is rotten with fungus, but all of it is an unpleasant shade of grey. The wood, the fungus, the ground. And as the company marches, it's almost like the conversation, the kind of hums of the soldiers as they're making their way seem to carry... Further, uh, less in the air you feel it's difficult to think of joyful things not impossible but it's easy to linger on the bleak moments as you get closer and closer to this place uh, Azara being more magically in tuned uh, and Marcel and actually, actually all of you guys at this point you all have magical senses Azara you would know that some a very terrible magic was unleashed here long ago during something called the spell plague you would have learned about it in the history of the forgotten realms um when basically the weave of magic was broken the goddess mistara was destroyed uh this place would have been yeah damaged in some sort of magical attack or eruption you're not quite sure what but yeah something terrible has happened here agnes it's more of a feeling a connection with the land uh this place has long been abandoned by the spirits of life um the spirits of of the earth itself uh The bog is really just a kind of fetid bubbling ooze of anguish uh this place, no animals live here no no animals would come near this place uh this is a dead zone really uh Marcel the sword uh you know definitely warns you and picks up on this uh kind of reminding you yeah something terrible something terrible happened here long ago but i think that the scions have been doing something here i i can feel the magic that they used something like it's nearby i i don't know where exactly but the scions have definitely been here um, for tarko it's not an it's not a sense of your own but almost like whispered words from your brooch the cloak pin that you received as a gift just a very faint kind of willow songs words that just before you left almost seemed to kind of echo in your mind not that you record them but as if they were whispered in your ear be careful magic is at foot here uh, yeah uh the soldiers uh eventually elissa and hadley call the companies to a stop um just shy you can see the the village is still a distance away but you can begin to see the terrain change um they take refuge in amongst the mountains and the rocks uh and elissa and hadley kind of approach the four of you elissa's the first one to speak <clears throat> uh well my lord my lady advises uh, minister magister <clears throat> we've had a few forward scouts mr cooper and i have been uh, communicating um the whoever is here there's a mercenary force in that village um they're keeping themselves hidden but they have archers uh ground troops um certainly enough to kind of match us one for one right now Uh, they hold the terrain and this bog is going to make approaching them difficult uh certainly we won't be able to approach them by surprise through this thick swamp uh we need to discuss how we wish to proceed um Um, She looks at the four of you. Mr. Cooper and I can answer your questions, but this is not going to be easy.
3: Would it be advisable to send a scout ahead?
0: We have done. We've sent some scouts in uh, as close as we can get. Uh, We estimate them to have around about like i said an even an equal number of troops to our own about 100 or so uh, maybe slightly more uh, they seem to be split into two major forces archers who occupy the buildings uh, they have cover fortification their morale will be significantly improved as long as they can hold those buildings the ground troops will have the same problems as us they'll need to meet us in a field of battle however they can simply wait and let their archers loot soften us up before we can even reach them um,
4: How many buildings are there, Um, and are they flammable?
0: Mm, Difficult. The wet terrain is going to make setting them alight difficult, Mm -hmm. uh, even with Mm -hmm. uh, Lady Agnes's powers. Uh, It's very damp terrain here. The wood is mainly rotten, um, but it is sodden through. Uh, In terms of buildings, it's a small village, a number of homes. The three main buildings we've identified appear to be uh, some sort of temple, um, an inn and a water mill on the spring's edge. The ground troops are mainly centered around that mill. Uh, we think that that might be where whoever Hadley's people identified may be in or have been using.
3: Marcel, this is your area of expertise. Would you have us send in a stealth contingent to take out the leaders first or run head on
2: would i have any kind of inkling like or is it just kind of like what would i think
0: no yeah it's you can have an inkling like um if you want to ask me for like some tips and stuff like that i guess maybe make a um make an intelligence check for me so just d20 plus intelligence for me marcel this would kind of be like the military tactics that you've picked up through your time spent as a mercenary.
2: 22.
0: 22, very good. So there's a couple of things. Uh, first of all, Alyssa uh, mentioned it and as Agnes asks about it, stealth is going to be very difficult for anybody traveling on foot. Um, the bog is is going to basically make it impossible. You'll have to schlup and schlump your way through the, the bog itself to reach the buildings. There's also not a lot of coverage. Uh, Once you get out into the open, um, the buildings themselves are the only real things around uh, nearby. There is a stream. Uh, The stream appears to be a very fast flowing current. So again, making your way through that isn't going to be particularly stealthy or quick. It's going to be quite difficult to do. Um, what may be better in terms of best here? The biggest problem is the archers. Uh, being able to force them out of the buildings will lower their morale, which will make them easier to deal with. Uh, and just in general, in terms of these kind of unit battles, morale is the biggest one. Um, it's no good inflicting injuries on the enemy unit if they don't break. You need to mm. break them. It's-, it's better to cause them to give up and surrender than it is to try and kill them to the last fighter. Uh, so anything you can do to help do that is going to be very beneficial Um, in terms of mechanics game mechanics here so there's a couple of things so i mentioned that this isn't really a fight where you guys as individuals like your individual attack bonuses and stuff are going to matter but that doesn't mean you can't get involved Um, so for the melee fighters uh, and specifically you could put yourself within a unit and then you could either choose to try and bolster the morale or demoralize the enemy or you could try and lead them in combat which will actually give them a bonus to their role and you'll make the roles for that combat unit basically you'll add your proficiency bonus to their attack roles when they're attacking another unit because you're kind of leading the charge that will put you at risk of taking damage Um, bolstering morale can be done without risking yourself but you won't have as much of a direct impact on the fight The other thing is you have many spell casters with you. Now, spells are a little bit different to fighting one-on-one. Spells that target one or two creatures aren't going to be very useful. But AoE spells, spells that can affect a wide area, Wall of Flame, Fireball, Lightning Bolt very very effective against these massed units um While
3: the, the, the mage will basically
0: <laughs> you will need to have a mage embedded into a unit uh, which puts them at risk of taking damage but they can use an aoe spell to target an enemy unit and try and inflict casualties so they can basically try and take out huge chunks of enemy soldiers whilst your guys are fighting them as well um and then it basically comes down to some rolls i'm not going to bore you with all the stats of each of the unit sure. but i'll basically tell you okay you're going to roll a d20 and you're going to add this and you're trying to beat this number um uh, and that's it
4: so if i as a caster wanted to cast a large fireball at one of the buildings i would have to put myself in a unit
0: because you'll need to get close enough so right. at the moment you're like a thousand feet away from the village gotcha. right you're kind of spying it from afar to attack it to fireball it you obviously need to get within range that's right. going to put you in range of their like of archers their firing back at you, right. stuff like that. So yeah, gotcha. so there you you basically it's the risk versus reward of mm-hmm. you can do some incredible damage to enemy units, mm-hmm. but you're also at threat of thirty arrows being shot at you, and even if you've got the best defenses in the world, some of them are going to get through and cause harm. So um, it's that um, kind of thing.
2: Is there a way like, do we see any any way to go around this? bog or
0: the whole it... village so it's the mm-hmm. area that the village has been built on it's next to this long kind of red river the river mm-hmm. has become flooded and the whole area mm-hmm. has become like a, a swampy farmland so it's not like it's between you and the village the the village is in the bog like it's the area all around it like a radius out from the village itself mm-hmm. um has it's become like this fetid swampland like so then could fire. we
2: take the is there any kind of like formation where we can take The spellcasters and then have whoever's chonky like stand guard with them and try and tank. yeah you could
0: definitely try and focus like you could basically order like some of the knights right okay you're gonna take on a defensive position in advance and try and protect you know azara and agnes as much as possible that will make them less effective at fighting themselves but it will Mm -hmm. give the spellcasters more of a defense uh from being attacked yes
1: i'm pretty chonky
4: I
0: have sounds
4: cool. so many fun AoE spells. Same. I have a lower armor class now and not many hit points, but I think it's worth the risk, especially because I have cleric stuff now.
3: Yeah. And, and Tarkle, have...
0: go on. I
3: have an enhance ability spell I've been waiting to use that could kind of bolster some of us if we're worried that it's there,
0: that we're too squishy.
4: Yeah. Also, I think we both have Fireball, which can just decimate. <laughs>
0: Mhm. <laughs> very having the spellcasters like with AoE spells is going to be very very helpful here. That's like your big advantage. Um, I also have fog
4: cloud which could give us some magical cover, cover.
0: Things like that. So things like outside the box if you want to try and create cover if you want to try and uh do things like that, just tell me what you want to do and then I'll make up a ruling for it. Um obviously if they have enemy mages, they can do the same thing back to you guys if they have AoE, AOE mm. spells. Tarkle because I know you don't necessarily Have lots of like AoE spells but you probably Want to get in and do the fighting Uh, Like I said you've got two options you can Basically lead a unit so you could join Say like Marcel's unit And act as like a you know like Aragorn In Lord of the Rings when he leads like the ghosts Mm -hmm. Aragorn himself doesn't do a lot of killing like he's there but he's like the force that everybody's around and he's lending his kind of inspiration and leadership which makes them fight better that's the kind of thing we're going for here right this okay. is lord of the rings aragorn leading the charge uh you know and everybody kind of doing better because he's there right it's Spear the bomb energy i
1: understand i will yeah. do that
0: yeah cool and then the same for Marcel. Now, I know Marcel has a good mix of both, right? Like, Marcel can be like, I'm going to cast a spell, and then next turn, I'm going to lead the battle, and then next turn, I'm going to cast a spell again, which is perfect for this kind of, like, formation, basically.
2: Sweet. I'm in cool. Like-
0: um, so I would like from you guys, you have two units. Uh, I'd like two of you to nominate yourselves as the commanders, like, who's going to roll the dice for those units. Um, and then it's we're going to we're going to roll some initiative. Uh, I'll nominate guys- myself as a leader. Yeah. Cool. Agnes
3: wants to ride into battle too, sure. but she okay. respects Marcel's authority on those choices. Yeah. Sure. She also specifically details to Marcel, these things that she can cast plant growth, which is a 100 foot AOE that reaches up with plants and makes everything difficult terrain, like super difficult. So it holds everybody in place and same with, she also has erupting earth. So both of those are like, if we want to hold a giant group of people in one place, for a coordinated attack, she could be the one to start that off. Mm.
4: Azara would also like to detail her fog cloud, which is 120 foot range, but it's a 20 foot radius, so it could possibly give us cover, so they can't see where we Makes are. Makes it harder.
0: It would definitely make gap. it harder to attack you. Yeah, you gain yeah um, you gain the benefits of concealment, which also, is disadvantage on attacks.
4: Fireball, which is a giant 20 foot flame that magically ignites anything flammable. Dope. Okay. Eat.
1: So, you I... want any details from me, Marcel? Because I feel left out here. I could tell you what I had for breakfast.
3: Or... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also um, I totally forgot to mention this before we left, but if you would allow me to retcon it, I would have liked to have bought one or two diamonds just in case we need a revivify spell
0: um considering you have access to arabelle which is a major city and you had that eight weeks yes how much though how many diamonds and what cost are it's a diamonds? diamond
3: worth 300 gp so i would buy at least one no matter what but then i would ask the rest I of the think crew you can get
0: two. i okay. think if you wanted to you could buy up to two but getting like more diamonds than that is yeah you're gonna like a major city you could definitely get them but you'd have to like custom order them and you know mm-hmm. be like oh yeah yeah we can provide that and stuff so.
3: it was more a matter of like i know we have limited gold so i didn't want to be like i'm just gonna oh. spend oh, 600 yeah, yeah. gold
0: if i'm that sure the half group of
3: our money yeah
0: so, so i was gonna say one <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah
0: sure Once fine this
3: is to bring someone back
4: to life so is everyone
3: within cool a minute with that?
0: if they die it's within a yeah. minute mm-hmm.
4: yeah okay if 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 two of us are failing death saving rolls then there's a problem
0: yeah <laughs> sure So I'm going to put it down as Tarkal is going to be with the Evening Star Infantry, which is Ilisa's unit. Um, uh, who? What about Marcel? I'm assuming you're going to be taking charge for Hadley's unit. Yep. Hadley's heroes. Um, okay. And then Agnes and uh, Azari, you're both going to go into battle. Yes. Yeah. It yes. Doesn't really matter which unit you're in. Um, it just so I know that you're both there, basically. Okay. So, uh, as uh, you know, you are gathering everything together, uh, Elissa and Hadley will come over and say if we attack at night, it will give us an advantage against the archers, uh, but it will also make it harder for our own troops to fight. Making our way through the bog in the dark is tricky. Otherwise, we've got to wait till morning. Hmm. I don't know what magic the magister and your ladyship have, uh, if they can provide any additional support coverage.
3: It's
2: um,
0: something we should consider.
2: Anything?
3: Sorry, I was adding my diamond to my character sheet. What is the goal? The light? we're trying it, to figure
2: it's... out if we should attack at night or in the morning. Night gives us, you know, more advantage, but it also makes it harder
0: yeah so like the archers would probably have a harder time shooting you but your melee troops will be less effective when they do get into battle
4: if we light buildings on fire that will give
3: that's what i was going to suggest is like i can i can cast all manner of fire spells i don't have any like light spells
4: if we if we just light up the entire town that should give up enough of a light for the troops to fight by sure and take down the
0: archers in one i mean
3: We could start the whole thing off with a wall of fire and then no one can come toward us and we can fight from behind it and it'll light everything up.
0: Just keep in mind, the other thing to mention is things like wall of fire it's not it will have its effect of like it creates the wall but these units are so many people they can go around the sides of it like it's not going to uh, create true. like a like a full wall of fire it's still going to be effective it's still going to cause damage and restrict their movements mm-hmm. but it's you know it's not going to stop them getting to you same also, with like right. the archer shooting through it and stuff like Two
4: that simultaneous fireballs onto buildings to just light them ablaze you can't fight in a burning building or you're going to burn to death
1: is this sure. whole town with the scions? Are we we're ready to set a flame to a, a town that we don't know if there's innocent people in here?
3: Yeah, I'm not super keen on, like, I, I assume they took this town. So is it like someone else's property? I would rather not burn it down if it is.
0: Are you asking me, as Dungeon Master like, do we know if this town has got people in it and stuff? So the scouts, uh, Elissa and Hadley scouts, report back that they haven't seen any um, townsfolk. Uh, This place also looks like it has not been lived in for a long time. This is like like an abandoned place. It looks abandoned, right? Burn it. You know, all of the buildings are like wet sodden wood that has been like in this bog. Uh, All the ground is flooded. Um, there's moss and all sorts of just like you know fetid wet growth everywhere um they've seen the mercenaries in the town you know occupying the buildings and they have small camps um in the in the town itself as well uh that's that's who they've seen um and these mercenaries uh they appear to mainly be a mixture of uh humans hobgoblins and goliaths so they look pretty tough they look quite brutal. Um, they're wearing like all mismatched armor. And you know they don't look like trained knights, but they do, do look like they know what they're doing. Um,
3: I admire how you are able to say the word fetid without it sounding dumb in, like and it does in an American <laughs> accent. when you say fetid with an American accent, it's fetid.
0: Fetid.
4: Yeah.
3: Fetid.
0: Fetid genie.
3: Ooh, also amazing vocabulary. Fetid-genie. I, well, I think you're I've so repeated amazing. a
0: few words, but thank you.
3: <laughs> no, I, mean, I read a lot of It's just of such a books. good descriptive word. <laughs> it Vetted. is. It's
0: so good. It creates like a real image in your yeah, mind.
3: Yeah, I know exactly uh, what you mean now.
0: Cool. Alright. So, my good friends, it. you tell me what you want to do. We look to Marcel, or at least
3: I do.
4: Yeah, same.
1: This my all on Nate today.
2: Well, I think we have a plan, so I think we're gonna do it.
1: We're doing it at, we're doing is it now it at, at night, right? Is mm-hmm. the at plan
3: night. is the plan to shoot fire until everything's on fire? I believe so. Great. I love it. Great plan. Agnes is <laughs> uncharacteristically like jazzed.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm I don't have up.
3: fireball, Azara. I have oh. scorching ray though, which will work. I
0: took fireball similarly. away from her, sadly.
3: I know, isn't that hilarious? For the bridge incident. Circle, no, (laughs) Circle of Wildfire Druid doesn't have Fireball.
0: No, I will
3: Fireball for the both of us then. I can Scorching Ray. Let's do it. Yeah. You can also Wildfire. The thing I'm going to
0: say for you, uh, Agnes, things like Scorching Ray only targets normally like one creature, those are not effective. It needs to be in a spell You that can throw them at one
3: target or several. Oh, because it's three rays. That's what it means. Yeah, so gotcha. like three rays
0: is like three soldiers out of a hundred. It's not as effective I'm, as- I'm like not going to shoot fireball. it at people.
3: I'm going to shoot it at buildings. Okay. Can I target right. one and building? That, that's fine.
0: Yeah, if you want to target the buildings with the rays, yeah. that's, that's a different thing. But if you wanted yeah. to go for the units, that, that's
1: yeah. it, It's not going to be effective. So have, you theoretically can light three buildings in one turn.
3: Yes, exactly.
1: Potentially. Potentially.
3: And I can do like a, I can do flaming sphere, but it's five foot diameter, so it's still AOE, and if people run into it, it sucks for them. But it's not anything like. Also, fireball. can you
4: imagine if you wall of fired diagonally, just, <laughs> just through <laughs> the village?
0: Yeah, wall of fire is definitely gonna be a big one. And then it goes whoosh
4: on either side. Like that's,
0: okay. that's
4: that's the play.
0: So, uh, we've real got... quick question. Sure, that's great. While I'm setting something up,
2: do I know? If there's a particular attire worn by these
0: scions, mm, at least from yes. what I remember. There is, yeah. You remember that they had uh, robes of white and gold, um, and that quite frequently featured a kind of uh, broken golden disc on a field of black, um, like a kind of shattered disc, like a kind of disc that has been broken in the middle and then pulled apart. Um, it's like one of their symbols that they have. Um mm. So, yeah, they would have, like, these white robes with kind of, like, golden epaulettes and shoulder armor, um, braces, gauntlets, that sort of thing, Um, and masks. They have these almost, like, golden face masks that completely shroud who they are.
3: Um, Ooh, before we start, I want to summon my fire spirit as well. mm
0: -hmm.
3: Whose name, by the way, I've been waiting. I knew the right name would come to me. The name of the fire spirit is Candor. I'll
2: describe the the outfits of these signs at least that I know mm-hmm. and just let them know that I want at least one alive sure
0: yeah uh the scouts uh had uh, the scouts uh of Hadley's unit and Alyssa's, we haven't seen anyone matching that description uh minister yet but like I said the scouts who have followed this place before they saw somebody matching that description we think that they're in the area but we don't think they're here right now uh, we think this is mainly the mercenaries. They may be guarding something. There may be like another building that we we haven't found, or maybe there's a cellar where these uh, individuals are hiding out. Um, but our first our first obstacle is getting through these units. Mm. Very well. All right. Okay. Well, in that case, I would like uh, let's. I mean, if it sounds like Tarkal is going to roll for the Evening Star Infantry and Marcel's going to roll for Hadley's Heroes. Um, uh, Agnes and Azara, uh, you guys will get an action as part of those units as well, right? So you guys don't need to roll initiative on on an infant, on a unit's turn, we'll basically have one of the guys go and then one of you go, and then the next unit you, the other one will go, right? So, give me some initiative rolls then, please gentlemen. Uh, meanwhile... I need to do that as well.
1: <sighs> Is everyone's initiative bonus plus four right now? it feels so high.
4: Minus plus one.
1: JK. Oh, my units
0: are very slow. Right. Uh, so, uh, Tarkal for Evening Stars Infantry and Alyssa's unit. 16. 16. And Marcel for Hadley's Heroes unit. 14. 14. Okay. So to begin with, Uh, The Evening Star Infantry, Tarkle, your unit, uh, takes the ground first. Um, The Disciplined Training, uh, they quickly kind of raise shields. Um, I'm assuming Agnes would be with them, and then Azara will be with Marcel's unit for the time being, uh, as the the two of you and the unit begin making your way forwards. Uh, It's going to basically take their action to cross the battle line due to the bog, um, so your unit won't be able to attack this turn, uh, but you can attempt to... uh, Either, Tarkal, uh, Tarkal, your options are to try and demoralize the enemy or bolster morale, and then Agnes, you basically have an action to cast a spell, or, yeah, do the same sort of thing. I would like to bolster morale. Okay, so to do that, uh, that is a persuasion check, please. (laughs) Okay. Luckily, you're quite good at these.
1: I rolled a 17, so that's 29. Oh is there no. God.
0: He is like Tarkle is is literally Aragorn. Like he's the kind of like <laughs> woodsman who's gonna become king. Uh so yeah, you you basically kind of like, you know, how what does it look like? Because it is kind of charging into battle. This isn't a speech. This is like, you know, a couple of shouts or a brief kind of or an action that you take that's gonna yeah.
1: uplift the, the soldiers around you. I think the action would be me ripping off my hood, because normally I'm I'm hooded when I go into battle, but I would rip it off and I'd throw my kiss of silver into the moonlight, mm-hmm. and I'd just scream, <laughs> to battle! And then... Perfect.
0: Yeah, and then like the soldiers are like, ah, and they begin cheering, and then they charge forward with their shields. Um, you have given them advantage on the next morale check they have to make. So that if they are forced to make a morale check, if they take casualties, or if the enemy casts spells on them, they will have advantage because you've, you've taken that action to bolster them. Uh, cool. Agnes, would you like to cast a spiel?
3: i sure would how many buildings are there so
0: there's a lot well not a lot but there's like you know maybe four or five smaller wooden homes most of them look quite decrepit and dilapidated and then there are the three main buildings one appears to be some sort of temple um you see the symbol of a kind of rising sun like a dawn uh if you were another character you would definitely recognize this uh holy symbol um but you're not uh there is also <laughs> a inn like building it looks to be like a kind of two-story inn or tavern um and then there is the watermill on the very bank of the flooded river um which is where a large contingent of these uh soldiers uh the mercenaries rather seem to be
3: something something as if from a past life within agnes recoils at the idea of shooting fire at this temple Of this unknown deity this morning lord she shakes it off and she will just cast um second level scorching ray just to start things off you know with some restraint which is three bolts and she's going to shoot one each at each of these three buildings
0: okay um so uh I would like you to roll just a straight D20. So as the fire hits these buildings, the sodden wood, the kind of wet conditions around them, this wood is, it's going to, it's not, I don't want to say it can't set a light, but it's harder for it to burn uh, because it's so sort of wet and sodden from the moisture in the air. But roll a D20 for me. Just a straight up d20. You got a five? Mm. Okay. So the first uh, ray, as it hits the building, um, this will be for the first building, uh, it sizzles against it, and you hear the kind of crackling of wood and and splinters, but it doesn't quite manage to catch a light fully. Um, the, The scorching ray itself, not quite enough to kind of cause any explosive force to erupt into flame. Roll again for the second building.
3: Come on, big money. Yeah. Seven...
0: Yeah, I'm going to basically give this like a 50 50 chance of it setting a light. Yeah. So the seven, second building, oof, the temple doesn't quite match. So the watermill and the temple, neither of them set a light. But the inn, roll it for a third time.
3: It was like almost a 20, but then it was an eight.
0: So the three wow. kind of beams. Pff, they crackle and spit uh, but the lights just do not go up. The The beams do kind of cast this orange glow over the battlefield and you can see very much like a World War II movie your own knights kind of stomping and pulling themselves through thick mud making their way towards this village as you begin to see the glint of arrow tips um, and other armored looking figures making their way towards your own troops.
3: At least I provided some light but as usual, someone other than me hopefully will do better. So I summon Candor to cast Flame Seed on one of the buildings I did not manage to light.
0: Okay. So one of the light like, homes and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, same thing. No, so no. One d20 of the ones 24.
3: I tried to light. But oh, right. I, didn't. I
0: see. Okay. But you didn't. Okay. So yeah, same thing. Roll a d20 for me.
3: Okay. Come on. Come on. You sweet little fiery phoenix.
0: Three so again it kind of launches fire but the you know the moisture in the air even just moving through it yourself it's damp you know the wood itself must be so wet through that it's just finding a hard like spark to to fully catch um so yeah the three the three bits of flame do not manage to take any don't you efforts.
3: love when you do nothing on your turn
0: it's funny eh? Uh, Marcel, uh, Azara and Hadley's heroes. So Hadley's troops um a little bit more lightly armored but packing much more punch with their kind of enchanted weapons um begin quickly making their way across the terrain as well. Very much like Evening Star's infantry it's going to be their whole action to try and move across this bog. Um but the two of you both get actions. Um you can cast a spell or you can bolster morale, try and demoralize. Um if uh if you're in battle you could also try and lead the charge
2: can i how would demoralizing
0: go so that would be an intimidation check okay yep uh because of the dark conditions how are you going to intimidate them marcel like what is marcel doing
2: um
0: yelling okay so just to kind of like we're gonna kind of cut you up. That like kind of just like yelling things at them to try and demolish no, them. I,
2: no, that's he wouldn't yell. It <laughs> Who would. It would be. It would, just be a, it would just be no. like a. It would just be like a broody, angry ah, presence. Sure. Just like okay. Scaddling. That's fine.
0: Yeah, that's fine too. I'm gonna to say disadvantage like a... just because it's dark and so it's obviously harder to see you, um, but you can still definitely make it. Like and a Captain
3: Levi, like completely nonplussed, just mm-hmm. angry eyes, angry. And my other question, yep.
0: Nate, is which of the two units? So they clearly have like a melee unit and then they have their archer unit. Who do you want to try and demoralize? Archer. Okay, sure. So, so you so said intimidation dig- check with disadvantage, please. Okay.
2: 14 and 14.
0: 14 just not enough um whether it's it's not because you're not intimidating you are but in the dark gloom knowing that they've got the high ground the enemy doesn't seem shaken yet uh that resolve may waver as they uh, are actually engaged into combat and can see you much more clearly um but yeah they are not demoralized for the time being um azara what would you like to do on your action
4: um you said that when the rays went off there were arrow glints where did i see the most arrow glints coming from
0: uh the inn the temple um not the mill the mill doesn't seem to have any arches in it and then Mm -hmm. all of the little houses and villages Mm -hmm. most of the top floors and the bottom floors are clearly the arches have got like fortifications so they've kind of like put up like small barricades and barriers Mm -hmm. to make sure that they've got covered positions to attack from
4: um i'm going to uh quicken my spells so I can get two, two little pew pews off. Um, I know one will be a firebolt, but that's gonna go towards a building specifically. But first I'm going to cast a uh, level three fireball. at Whoever within 20 feet would do the most damage.
0: So you don't need to worry about like the 20 feet. So in, oh, okay. this, in this instance, mm-hmm. you tell me the unit. So if you're going for the archers arches in the buildings, Yeah, archers in the so, buildings. So what I'd like you to do to represent that you're not just like hitting a couple of them, you're hitting like a big unit and there's other effects going on. I'd like you to just roll a d20 and then add your spellcasting ability modifier. And this is against the, art, the unit's toughness. So this would be your charisma modifier if this gotcha. is a sorcerer spell.
4: Haha, <laughs> dope. That is a 19.
0: 19 so the archers you hear uh this tiny bead of orange light flies out of azara's hands and impacts against one of these buildings probably the inn uh, and this huge fireball explodes outwards you hear the cry of archers and everything else uh that penetrates their defenses so what it does is it it deals damage to them like mm-hmm. damage um equal to half the level of the spell so what level spell was it third level fireball yeah this would be two we'll round up so their casualty die which represents like how many of them there are goes down by two um and that means that they're basically falling lower in number. So you see several of them kind of like burst apart and uh, they begin shouting orders to kind of regroup and like, ah, oh, they've got mages. We need to track them down. Find out who cast that spell. Focus fire. And they're kind of calling out orders. But you can see charred bodies kind of collapsed everywhere else, um, having heavily injured the arch unit. I'd also like you to roll a d20 to see if the buildings set aflame. 17. 17. So the inn begins to crackle and spit as a fire has been lit. It will have to build up over time but the sodden wood has definitely taken to the flame and is beginning to crackle and burn.
4: Can I cast Um, that firebolt since I quickened my spell? So you quickened that? Yeah. If you've marked
0: off the sorcery points, yeah, you can uh, firebolt at one of the buildings.
4: Dope. I want to go for the you said there was a church and a...
0: A temple and then houses where the rest of the arches were.
4: Probably Mm -hmm. the temple since it's one
0: firebolt. Sure. Um, Okay. So it's just a d20. 15? 15. So again, the kind of fireball impacts, maybe catching like some, the kind of like a straw thatch roof rather than the thick wooden timbers, and it begins to smoke and smolder, catching a flame. Again, will take some time to build up in heat, um, but it does manage to start burning. Cool. Um, great stuff. That is so... my turn. This is me using rules that I've borrowed from, like I've taken from my friend Matt Colville's book and then I've added my own stuff so I am being a little bit like double checking stuff Uh, Okay So the next two things that happen is the archers are going to take aim and fire at your units um, and then the melee troops are going to engage your own as well Um, So the archers will take fire at probably uh, the unit that Azara is part of which is Hadley's unit Uh, and they do this by making an attack roll uh, versus Hadley's unit, which I need to bring up. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. This is a lot of stuff going on, so their defense is 12 so the archers hadley's unit uh manages to kind of take uh they manage to duck and cover raise shields um you kind of leap out of the way as arrows thud um marcel and Azari, you manage to avoid them as well as this attack kind of focuses down Uh, not taking any damage this turn as the archers kind of all bed around you uh not make seemingly not making any major impact on that uh they are still remaining in most of their buildings as they still mostly have them uh under control uh without too much flames um the melee unit then you hear this kind of battle cry you hear this kind of like oh come on earn your gold and then this just surge of these muscular goliaths and hobgoblins and uh worn humans covered in armor and blades just come charging out of the darkness uh in towards uh your own units and they're going to engage uh the infantry unit with tarkal and um agnes in it uh so these guys are trying to beat defense 12 uh, and they do. The they, The clash is quite monumental. The blades, the sound of armor ringing around you. Agnes and Tarko, you are caught in the middle of it as just bodies seem to just fill in around you. You're having to defend yourselves. Like Tarko, you're kind of parrying blows, leaping to the side. Agnes, you know, you've got your flame spirit next to you. You're kind of warding them off with magic as these blows kind of encircle, but uh, they do press you uh, for the advantage. Um... Da, 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 da. Uh, so they do the attack, power, power checking against toughness. Um, so. Okay, so... As the battle clashes against you two, your own troops manage to fight back enough that they don't take any major casualties. They're not going to have their casualty die reduced. So they begin parrying blades and a big grand melee has now taken place out in front of uh, the kind of main village area in this thick bog. People trying to pull themselves free as as swords and that clatter around you. Um, You guys are going to take a little bit of damage, uh, just those of you who are inside. Uh, So if you guys could mark off one hit dice, uh, for me so rather than taking damage you basically lose one of your hit dice um so that if you rest it's harder for you to heal up uh,
4: that's okay. basically. only agnes and Tarkle.
0: agnes and tarko yes because okay. they were in the unit that was engaged and this represents by the way it's not necessarily damage but prolonged fighting because we're not checking this in rounds this is like five minutes of like <laughs> like constant battling and shouting and fatigue overtaking you right it's cool uh, so as it goes on and on uh, it will get worse and worse. Uh, but then we go back up to the top and it is your infantry's turn to shine, uh, Tarkal and Agnes. Uh, so my question to you is, what would you guys like to do?
3: Um, I just, I realized I didn't have my HP at max, but I assume we, we had rested up. You before. would have long
1: rested. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. You would have been at full HP.
3: Mm-hmm. Um Go ahead Tarkal. if you want to go first.
1: Um I mean like, so my my options really are leading and bolstering and demoralizing yes. well demoralizing and bolstering right? Yeah bolstering demoralizing
0: or basically participating in the battle and leading your own troops like you know
1: charging in with your own weapons and stuff. Are we and close like, enough where I can charge in now as yes. a ma- yeah. okay. You are I in want- the fight like yeah, the I'm fight is around you. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. I definitely It's not like charge. a
0: charge you're like in the fight already so it's more like you're like come on and then you're kind of like you know coordinating attacks and stuff
1: like. Okay. That. Yeah I definitely cool. want to do that. So
0: the way this works is you're going to add your proficiency bonus to your unit's attack dice um, for this round, right? Uh, okay. This is exhausting, however. Doing this is like you fighting very hard for like the next five minutes. Um, so uh, you can make an attack roll as your unit and give it a plus with your proficiency bonus of plus four. Add seven, d20 plus seven. Okay, d20
1: plus seven. I rolled a 13, so dirty 20
0: dirty 20 so your unit clashes into the unit you're fighting and they they manage to put the pressure onto the enemy now i would like you to roll um and this is a to see how much damage you
1: can do uh, it's a d20 plus five okay d20 plus five. Mm-hmm. Oh, that fell off my desk everyone ignore me i'm not even here here we go that's a 12 so 17 17 okay so uh with that um the unit
0: that you're currently engaging uh which is not the archers which I forgot is actually only a D4, not a D6. Um, the unit you're fighting uh, begins to become diminished. Uh, So as you are fighting against them, your guys are actually managed to cause injuries and casualties. With you leading the charge, Kiss of Silver kind of flying out of your hands, uh, you manage to take out some of the troops around you and that gives your unit a chance to break through their lines and start getting their own uh, attacks in. You do gain a level of exhaustion, however, Tarkal. So this is very, very tiring to lead the charge. Um, Yes. Yes. So uh, an exhaustion um, won't take an immediate effect right now, but you'll have disadvantage on ability checks um, once this battle is over, basically, for uh, some time. Okay. Um, Cool. Uh, So I'm just checking something. Uh... Okay. Uh, The other thing, I forgot to do this when uh, Zara's fireball went off. I'm going to check the morale of the archers. Um, because they basically uh, were in a burning building okay so because the, they they're not just yet uh but no. they're they're leading to it so they managed to succeed on the morale check for this turn but they're going to have to keep doing it basically because you've diminished them um so Tarkle, you've done that agnes so while tarkel is like leading the troops and engaging in melee fighting what's agnes doing
3: there are any um like regiments that are advancing but haven't engaged with us yet that i can see? There-
0: there will be so imagine that the unit is like fighting you at the moment like you've got two units probably like 50 60 people or, like fighters individually and they're clashing but some of them are going to be smaller groups like peeling around to try and get around your flanks to try and support the archers to try and go towards like the marcel's unit it's like a big grand melee right so if you wanted to like cast wall of fire for example you're still going to be able to hit just the enemy unit and you're still going to be just as effective you're not going to be at any risk of injuring your own unit or anything like that
3: well what i'm specifically trying to do is like mm. my unit is fighting with mm-hmm. another unit and agnes is taking the time to look around and be like what is our next threat like is someone coming to flank us is someone coming behind to reinforce whatever
0: gotcha gotcha um, gotcha, gotcha
3: so if there is someone that i, I think like a and someone's coming around to flank mm-hmm. then i want to cast plant growth at our flank
0: Okay, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, okay. So this will work. um, Yeah, let's do this the same way that it would be like a damaging spell, but we just won't have it cause casualties. We'll give them a penalty instead. So what I'd like you to do, Agnes, is D20 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. So your wisdom modifier for you.
3: So like a spell attack?
0: Yeah, but just without the proficiency bonus. So D20 plus just the wisdom modifier.
3: Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 10.
0: 10 uh it's still it's still you know has an effect um so you watch as the plant growth kind of erupts around um and it you yeah it begins slowing down the unit trying to get to the flank of you um that unit's going to have disadvantage on its next attack rolls but it's not enough to cause a morale check it's not going to cause them to panic you see the goliaths and like they've got some sort of uh, spells can't move ha- begin hacking and they're kind of shouting orders but they're not panicking they're kind of keeping their cool about it but they're going to have disadvantage on their next attack rolls against your unit
3: Cool. It's supposed to make it so that they have to spend four feet of movement for every one foot they move. So I'm just yeah. trying to keep them out of the way until we can finish with these guys.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of all of this is happening at once. And rather than breaking it down into like individual, like I've got to track their movements and stuff, it has an effect on the whole unit because this, whole, this unit can't support them. So the rest of the unit is at disadvantage for their attacks and stuff like that.
3: Great. Cool. And then my wildfire spirit is going to try again. To... To try and set a building aflame yeah she, she, poor little candor's like p-tool, p-tool, <laughs>
0: just spitting fireballs sure yeah so d20 uh and it's a 50 50 you want uh, an 11 or higher
3: 14
0: 14 so which building is this on we've currently got the inn and the temple are aflame and then there's a few residential buildings and then there is a mill but the mill seems to be empty it doesn't seem to have anybody in it anymore
3: I I still do the mill because the goal was these three non-residential buildings to be ablaze to like light the battlefield and
0: sure okay uh so you watch as the the fire spirit kind of hits this uh building and yeah it begins to kind of smoke and smolder and will begin to set a light as well uh as you do so amazing perfect uh marcel's unit so azara marcel and your unit marcel you're going to be rolling for your unit um what would you like to do would you like to try and lead them in battle cast a spell or morale
2: um if i choose i can just take like a regular turn
0: right or, uh, well yeah, you're, you could take a regular turn but things like your own individual attacks aren't going to be much use here because you're kind of fighting too many people at once um, that's what the lead the charge yeah. action kind of is is like you basically leading your troops and then you'll give them a bonus to their attacks basically because you're kind of helping them fight uh, in general or well, you could like cast a spell well, with, like as a normal action
2: Um. okay so let's see because I, I had a a combo of bonus action action stuff I wanted to try to do but I had a couple questions about it.
0: Yeah, I think you could still use action surge so like you could like cast a spell action surge lead the charge if you wanted to. Um oh. but yeah, you tell me what you want to do.
2: So do I see do I see the archers?
0: Yeah, they are so currently uh there's like a big kind of infantry unit that's blocking access to the buildings where the archers in. Most of the buildings are on fire, and there mm-hmm. are archers in those buildings shooting down. Some of them have begun to come outside and are forming up behind their own troops. But well, they're um, not like those. on roofs. They're no. like behind windows. Yeah, in uh... windows and things like that, yeah.
2: Okay, um, that changes things. Then do is is there anywhere I see like a group of like just just enemy, or is it all like mixed yeah, up? No,
0: absolutely, yeah. You can target like a small like, you know, it, i I guess like none of you have been on a battlefield before so it's kind of like there are like these group melees so like there's like 50 60 people having a fight but they'll break off into like there's a unit of 20 that have formed a shield wall and they're clashing with another unit but then there's a group of five who are trying to get round onto their side and disrupt their lines and Mm -hmm. there's all these kind of orders being shouted and things like that it's 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 quite chaotic so you can definitely just target a group of enemies
3: fun fact like I was laughing because of course none of us have been on a battle before, but you have, haven't you, Mark? Because you, yeah, mark. mark has. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I've done like so. Mark's like, yeah I, I a, yeah. I guess yeah. you guys haven't been on
3: a I guess you guys haven't been on a battlefield like I have. So no, no,
0: it's more like yeah, like it's it's just one of those things where like yeah, it's it's a different experience, right? Like you know you wouldn't know yeah. what that was even like. Like no, that's just, why you're like sitting a yeah, DM. You're yeah.
4: speaking from experience. <laughs> the closest we've ever gotten to a battle is the Battle of Helm's Deep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's a very specific type. But even if you watch those movies, like you'll see the same thing. Like there's a reason that the heroes get to fight like five orcs because all the other orcs are like, fuck, I gotta deal with these guys, and they're fighting with those guys over there. It's kind of interesting. Um anyway, carry on, mate.
2: Uh I'm gonna I'll demoralize.
0: Yeah, okay, sure. So uh intimidation check, but no disadvantage this time. This is just you straight up, everybody can see you kind of thing. Nope. No what was the total just in case seven that's yeah that is a no i'm afraid uh so yeah you kind of um you know at your presence in the battlefield uh things are so chaotic that the enemies almost just aren't noticing you like they're too busy trying to fight against their own unit or like you know order their own group guys and stuff like that um not quite having a full effect uh you could action search and do something else if you like as well
2: would i get a bonus action
0: yeah well technically it depends on what you want to do as the bonus action um
2: For my bonus action, I want to misty step into the middle of, like, whatever group of baddies that aren't too tangled up with with friendlies.
0: Sure. I mean, for the purposes of, like, rule of cool, uh, don't spend the spell slot. We'll just say you misty step, because it's really just a flavor description, right, to what you're doing. Uh, You're kind of, you're still going to be, all the rules are still going to be the same. You're just kind of engaging a different Mm -hmm. group of enemies. Um, Well, I was going
2: to misty step into the middle of, A bunch of them and then action surge, thunder wave.
0: Yeah. So the thunder wave works like, yeah, it, it works exactly the same. So don't worry about spending the misty step. Uh, okay. Spend the spell slot for thunder wave. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the way it works is just roll a d20 plus your spell casting ability modifier. So intelligence, I think, for Eldritch Knight. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to beat their um, toughness, basically, their unit toughness. 19. 19 is enough. Yes. Um, and what level is the, is the spell? Is this a uh, level one? Second second okay so it's it's they take uh half the level of the spell but uh which will be one uh rather than a half uh and yeah the unit around you and which uh, you're fighting the unit that the other guys are fighting so that drops it down to four so you teleport into the middle of this group and then this kind of (laughs) around you kind of erupts out from you um and you see bodies kind of flying everywhere as casualties are knocked back um, and sent sprawling by this powerful wave of spell um and then yeah more enemies begin to close in around you uh watching their casualties fall apart Uh, not quite enough to cause them to break yet but still uh, a powerful impact azara
4: yes I'm ready. Who's closer to breaking right now?
0: Uh, The archers look much more sort of like their numbers that fireball nearly took out half of them.
4: Wonderful. I would like to try and delete the rest of the half of them because I'm going to use my Snowmorn to cast Ice Storm.
0: That sounds very cool. Uh, So yeah, for the purposes of this, it's the same thing. So d20 plus your charisma modifier um, and then you're trying to beat their unit toughness. Cool. Which is 12.
4: That is 17.
0: That is more than enough. And what level is Snowstorm for, right?
4: It is a level four, yes.
0: Right. So with this, <laughs> zara <laughs> in the middle of the unit, uh, and the the unit's going to get to try and strike you while you're doing this. But whilst you basically kind of conjure the, the the broken fragment of the dagger, and you watch as these huge chunks of ice just begin pounding into the buildings where the archers are kind of taking refuge you wipe out the unit the the unit is basically wiped out as you do this do you uh, <laughs> as the spells just <laughs>
4: good, 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 good. I'm
0: good, slamming good. down um, and, it, and basically finish off the rest of the archers. Uh, any that were left flee. Uh, they just good. begin calling a retreat. They're like, we need to get out of here. They've got, the majors are too strong and they just begin pulling back. We weren't paying enough for this. Um, and you hear some sort of calls out of like, get back here. Oh, the archers are fleeing. And the, you know, there's dissension kind of being spread around everybody else. Um, um, I will make a morale check for the remaining unit. They are fine.
4: As a note, this is a Zara's mm-hmm. bread and butter as a war wizard. So as she sees that she's demoralized this unit, she like mm. anime Hime laughs in the middle of everything. She's like, <laughs> Whoa, ho, 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 and like the power is coursing through her.
0: <laughs> Amazing, I love it. Uh, she kind of looks
4: unhinged. Like... If anybody looked at her, they'd be a little concerned.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Um... So as you are doing that, though, Azara, uh, the melee units that, you, that, that is currently engaged with both Alyssa's and Marcel's forces, uh, they put the pressure on. Sensing that their mm-hmm. archer line is collapsing, they push the attack onto your unit, Marcel and yours unit with Hadley's unit. Um, and there is casualties for the first time. Several of Hadley's men are kind of cut down, injured, stabbed through with spears or uh, you know thrown hatchets and these sorts of things through the mud. Um, and they will take a casualty die of... Uh, Of casualties, Uh, we'll take one off. However, Hadley's unit is quite big, and so uh, they—you know—these are quite minor casualties. The biggest problem is for you and Marcel, uh, as you guys are going to take. Uh, you guys are going to take ten points of damage, and you both lose a hit dice as well, um, as these attacks uh, also begin to affect you. You kind of catch a few cuts that? and bruises. Uh, so, just uh, on your character sheet, you can just uh, remove one hit dice, like as in, like uh, as if you'd spent it during a short rest. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, as if you'd spent it. Yeah. So spend spend a hit dice. Spend a really. hit dice. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but that's really all they can do on their turn, and I'm now going to have to make a check to see if they break. Uh, and they begin to falter. Uh, so you see the kind of melee troops around, even after they kind of cause these injuries, um, they begin pulling back, and they are beginning to now break, uh, losing their morale. A couple of their commanders are kind of calling out, shouting, like, what, what do we do? Uh, and they're definitely beginning to lose cohesion. Uh, Tarkal and the Evening Star Infantry and Agnes.
4: Um, sorry, quick question. I think yes. I might have erased my max HP modifier from the happiness
1: level five five? thank you yeah Uh, i'm gonna try to demoralize the unit that we're tangled with intimidation oh i'm not as good at that am i oh but i rolled an 18 plus 4 22
0: Okay, so they have disadvantage on the next morale check. So you, what, what's what does this look like for Tarkal? Are you just kind of like screaming bloody murder, or is this just no? You know, he
1: probably throws his hoodie hood back up and then starts like dashing like behind enemies.
0: Yeah, Naruto style cutting throats and <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Necks. Oh yeah, and it's just very it's very intimidating uh, to see that kind of over the battlefield. Okay, uh, Agnes.
3: Um. Do I think that either Marcel or Azara or Tarkal, any of their units are in more danger than mine right now?
0: Because uh, I already yeah.
3: protected my flank.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah. Right now, it looks like the enemy's about to break. It looks like they're about to run away. So oh. this is going in your favor currently. So there's um, those like... who are trapped are like just about trying to pull themselves free so they can run away. But yeah, this is going very badly for them.
3: So there's no need really to protect anyone at this point. It's mostly offensive. Yeah. All right. Then, because Agnes is having a great time now, um, she's going to do summon a- conjure animals, and she's going to conjure um, eight giant poisonous snakes, and have them wriggle Told up from are. the ground under the under the that, skirmish that, that she's that, in. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and she's also doing this in an attempt to to bolster morale. I don't know if you'll let me do both of them, but like she's like, come forth. And I then... think it's less
0: bolster, bolster morale and more traumatize the enemy. I think yeah. more than okay, yeah, these snakes yeah. just erupt. <laughs> Okay, so uh, just to simplify the mechanics, roll d20 plus your spell modifier. You summon the snakes. Let's just see how effective they are at like actually injuring the enemy, basically.
4: I love that Agnes and Azar are like, this is the greatest day <laughs> of my
3: life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I am rolling so badly. I rolled Banished a stat one. Oh my I'm, God, okay. I'm not using these dice anymore. It's, my spell so, attack like is said, plus eight, so it's still a nine, but...
0: Yeah, it, it still has an effect. It's just not like... As immediate it's not like the same as the you know the fireball which kind of erupts out so the snakes begin pouring up they begin biting individuals but they're still they can only kind of take out one soldier at a time um and in the mass chaos one of them maybe gets trampled um as like the soldiers begin like where are these snakes coming from oh god stab 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 you know as the fight mm-hmm. continues on but it definitely still has an impact uh, reducing their casualties by one uh, i will make a morale check for them with disadvantage that was a two so with this snakes appearance with tarkal kind of dotting in between them and like cutting throats like a shadow with marcel kind of exploding these enemies around them and then agnes uh, azara sorry ice storming it and now magic snakes appearing out of nowhere the mercenaries most of them run away the ones who can't drop their weapons and hold their hands up uh, and they just say we we surrender you've won we don't wish to, you know, you know, we're not going to continue fighting. They just immediately surrender, um, sensing that they cannot win this battle uh, rather than, than just die pointlessly. they The ones that can't run away just surrender.
3: And this is all of them or just the ones fighting my unit?
0: Well, the archers, the ones that were fighting your unit was the, the rest of the infantry. The okay. archers are all dead. Azara <laughs> okay. burnt them and then Oopsie. froze them to death. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so there's no one left to intimidate
0: this is that's that's the end of the battle basically uh as as agnes's snakes are the last they're like this lady's summoning snakes (laughs) we're done we can't we can't fight this um there is at least like one commander like a sergeant who's left and he's the one who basically presents himself he drops his weapons he's like lay down your arms we surrender there's no point in fighting this we're not we've been paid we've lost that's just how it goes we have no Um... intention of fighting you
3: Agnes will like call back her fire spirit and loom over this commander and be like, where are the scions?
0: Uh, <clears throat> he holds his hands up. He's like, as long as I have your word that me and my men can go, we were paid to protect them. You engaged us. I will tell you everything I can. And it's like a hobgoblin. So it's actually quite, uh, they've kind of got like this flat nose, very regal, Klingon like brow, very stoic face, and is being super no nonsense. Just looks at you with military precision. Like, if you guarantee the lives of my, my uh, the soldiers under my command, I will tell you everything.
3: Is Marcel nearby? Because this seems at like. At this point, it's up you guys him. can
0: just start gathering your units up if you like. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I'll just hand over this conversation with the commander to Marcel.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm down with. With those terms does he i mean you said stoic but does he seem like earnest
0: um it's kind of hard to tell he's a hobgoblin uh they're they're generally known for being like honorable at least like you know they'll they'll take gold and kill you but if they say they'll do something they'll do something generally they're quite lawful cool um he's just like very well he's like he just gestures to his men and says He points to the mill which is still beginning to burn uh inside there you will find a uh an entrance down into some caves or some sort of network below the town uh we never went down there i had no interest in what these these people were doing they paid us to guard it we guarded it they have some sort of construct guarding it uh it requires a a passphrase or some sort of method to gain access to again me and my men were never giving it to it that wasn't our job our job was to watch over the town and if any Cormirian troops appeared we were to fight them and engage them
2: and you're given no access whatsoever
0: to them i had no intent i had no desire to have access to them but
2: you weren't given
0: access no no i had there was no need to if they wanted to speak with us they came up here they didn't want us going down there there's some sort of riddle is all i've overheard it it asks it speaks in a language that i don't understand and then they they i yeah that's it that's as far as much as i know
2: um marcel just starts walking over to it
0: okay Uh, He looks, the hobgoblin looks towards Agnes and the others. Well, if we are done here, I will see to my injured and bury my dead, and then we will leave.
3: See that next time you take more care with who hires you.
0: Uh, The life of a mercenary, your ladyship, is not to judge who hires us. Then perhaps the the life of a mercenary...
3: then perhaps you could should consider a different kind of life. And she turns just... and walks away. She doesn't give him a chance to okay. reply to that.
0: He kind of like makes a face, looks at the the other men. He's just like, come on, uh, let's let's see who we can save. And they begin turning around. You can see that they have like some of the soldiers obviously have some sort of medical training. They begin like going to people that look like they can still be saved bandaging their wounds healing them carrying them away um a lot of the like there's not a lot of people who were just instantly dead so they do manage to save quite a lot of their troops um same goes for your side as well hadley's here the the folks in hadley's unit that took damage most of them can be saved they're just going to be out of the fight for a little while probably a week or so of rest and, and healing um, but yeah the, the you know it seems to be relatively unscathed marcel when you make your way over to the mill house, um, which is beginning to burn uh you can see that the flames are beginning to kind of rise up uh from the various magics and spells crackling at the kind of rotten wood creating this almost eggy sulfur smell uh as you wade through the muck you peer inside and you can see what appears to be a kind of broken down wooden mill. So uh the water wheel is set into the flooded river. You can hear like a creaking, broken wooden sound coming from inside, uh, where there's all these kind of wooden struts and cogs and gears. But stood on top of a kind of stone trapdoor uh is a large metal sphere. The sphere is engraved with all sorts of like weird plates and lines. Uh, and six spindly legs keep it in place over this trapdoor uh, as it hovers quite near the bottom. Um, that's what you see when you look inside.
2: Hmm. So the thing's guarding the door.
0: The, and the building is on fire.
2: The building's on fire. Does it look it like there's.
0: Not... Go on. No, gone.
2: Does it look like there's. I'm assuming there's just a door going in.
0: Uh, it's not even a door like the wall has collapsed so the wall on the side of the village has just like caved in um like a dilapidated like something you might see in like the last of us or like in a post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. movie where like the the wall has just fallen in and okay. become covered in like growth so you can just look in uh and you see yeah this like all these struts and cogs and wheels from the the mill itself and then just this weird brassy gold sphere stood over this trap door
2: And it looks like that's the only way in and out, right?
0: Um, Apart from there's no other real entrances or exits, yeah. This looks like it's the only other part of the mill. Uh, It looks like it goes down. And the hobgoblin did say like a network of caves beneath beneath the village or something like that. So it makes sense.
2: Mm. I'm going to, I'll approach this thing. Okay.
0: Yeah. So when you get close to it, uh, you begin to see like faint lines of kind of red power kind of begins to emerge and it begins glowing from the inside Um, and this kind of warped voice as the crackle of the flaming building the wood splinters and timbers beginning to snap around you you hear this kind of warbling voice speaking to you in a language that you don't recognize
4: do any of the rest of us recognize it
0: do any of you speak netherese
4: Huh.
3: You, never heard
1: of
4: you know, I you sure happen?
1: don't. Did you mean I'm to sure say don't. Infernal? I feel like you meant to say I Infernal. I feel
4: like you meant to say Abyssal. I or feel
1: maybe like you so meant... meant to say Common.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did not mean to say in any of those things.
1: Huh. <laughs> I don't speak that
0: uh well that's convenient because therefore we can end the episode here and we yep. can see how you approach this problem next week or next not even next week we got a two-week break so in, in three, in three weeks, weeks oh yeah we can find out what this orb is and how it all works um yeah I have a question
4: before we end Heck.
0: sure
4: um Snowmourne, do those charges come back or is that it
0: it's an interesting question, isn't
4: it? Ah!
0: Uh, I will ch- I will check. I'm pretty sure it comes back uh on dawn, but yeah, okay. So like a day. You have to wait a day basically. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, we'll check. Um, but yeah, thanks very much for the episode, everybody. Yeah, we are gonna be on a two week break over the holidays. So we will be back after December, I think, or like after the holidays. Um and Yeah, the whole D
3: D the whole D and D channel is actually on break for two weeks. I think the nineteenth through the second. So Nothing will be on the D&D channel. It's a great time to remind okay. your friends that you can find episodes of Knights of Evening Star on YouTube, and it would be a great time to catch up and jump right
0: in. Yes. Also, as a point, because I keep getting asked about this on Twitter, we're not the ones to ask about the podcast. If you would like the podcast, because I know the n- new season hasn't been a podcast, message Wizards. Uh, let mm-hmm. them know that you'd like to have it as a podcast, because I I can't help you with that. So. Sorry. that's it uh that was it i was just gonna say that um do we want to do quick shout outs really quick shout outs and then we're gonna wrap things up for today
3: sure Yay. wait you go first mark
0: you never get go to go first. first that's fine i will go first uh if you would like to see more of my dming you can check out my D show high roll is D. been going for five years Uh, We stream over on twitch.tv forward slash highrollersdnd and twitch.tv forward slash yogscast as well. Uh, We're back into our, our regular campaign. We just had a really fun charity one shot just gone past. Um, you can come check that out we're also on spotify as a podcast and youtube all under high rollers dnd same with on twitter and everything else also i've been streaming a little bit more on my twitch channel and on my youtube channel there's been a few videos um come and check those out uh it's just sherlock underscore humes pretty much everywhere uh on the internet um, come and check it out on my YouTube and stuff. I should have a really fun video this week about casting D&D characters as celebrities. So come <laughs> and check it out. That'll be a fun one. So yeah, thanks very much. I will tag Nate.
2: Uh, I don't really got much going on. So uh, I'll tag Mika.
4: Um, I'm also going to pimp out Nate because Nate's been streaming Pokemon stuff and he's really cool and he has albums and stuff. Also, I'm wearing cantrip brand sweatpants, even though you can't see them right now. So you should check out cantrip brand. See, I'm doing your plug for you, Nate, it's Thank I love you. because we're friends. Um, <laughs> also, I'm Mika. Um, you can find me everywhere at Mika Burton. Um, please go check out the narrative telephone I just participated in and the Critical Role channel. It was pretty fun. I failed miserably, but not as miserably as other people. So if that's magical. Uh, And then next month, uh, I have my own story that I'm going to be torturing everyone with. And I've been told it's the second meanest story that has ever happened. So uh, tune in for that. And I'm going to tag Anna. Thanks.
3: Um, If you want to see more of this little beautiful creature, follow at Happy Nizki, N-I-C-K-I on Instagram. That's most of what I do on social media now because animals on social media are wonderful while people often aren't um and if you oh mika also mentioned cantrip brand clothing <laughs> which uh is available at cantripbrand.com for all of your fantasy inspired role-playing inspired d inspired streetwear needs and if you want to watch more from me the holiday acquisitions incorporated special was released on the 12th you can watch evelyn and strix on um i believe that's on youtube now for acquisitions incorporated and on saturday this week i have a new episode of pawns and patrons which is our drop-in friendly dungeon crawl classic show with the most of the original miss clicks dnd cast and um oh, i'm forgetting something oh extra brains is our new talk show um it's a good time to catch up on that as well because we are also on holiday break that's all i tag shady
1: Hi, guys. I'm the last tag, and these foolish mortals have left me with a full two minutes to talk to you. <laughs>
4: uh,
1: so this Poke Saturday, Connolly. I will be doing a uh, Rocket uh, Pokemon Rocket Break first edition with uh, 12 people that bought in. And everyone's going to walk away with the foil and many other cards. It'll be really fun. 2 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash shady penguin. Also, listen, 2020 was trash mostly. There were some bright spots, I'm sharing all of our lives, but mostly complete garbage. We can all agree with that. 2021 is coming. That's the next time we'll see you beautiful people. And I know some people hate on New Year's resolutions, but in my book, if you can find any excuse to make a better change for yourself, don't let those people tear you down. Make the change. Go for it. Be better in 2021. Uh, and that's that's it that's my spiel what a great use of two minutes shady man. that was amazing thank you I, I love it i feel so uplifted
2: this is why i'm the president of the shady penguin fan club you can yeah. sign up today
0: he's the best I love you it. can't
2: sign up today it's just me
0: it's, it's just, just me. one person it's,
1: it's closed enrollment
0: it's
4: yeah. the toilet boys i will toilet never forget boys. that <laughs>
0: Amazing. uh Well, thank you so much, everybody. I think we got D and D Beyond uh, up next. Uh, I think uh, so. You can check those guys out. And we're we're done. We're gonna get out a whole minute early. How about Holy that? Holy
4: crap! I'm gonna Holy go crap. eat some fur.
0: <laughs> nice. Well, thanks very much for joining us. See you next time. Uh, bye. 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 bye.